0: Hey everyone, welcome to Elements City Church. So glad to have you with us online. Uh, In fact, while you're here, and as we get ready to launch into service tonight, uh, there's a like button right below this. Uh, If you've not liked us on Facebook, go ahead and do that. That'll inform you when we go live with different things, or just as we announce um, some upcoming things, like important things, like, hey, Next week, we are moving our online distribution of service to a new uh, platform that will allow us to have online chat and for us to interact a little bit better. So we will not be on Facebook next Sunday, June 7th. We will have rotated to our new platform. Uh, And how you get to that is very simple. Go to elementcitychurch.org and then click on the watch button. Ta-da! It's that simple. Element City Church, click on Watch, and it'll take you right there. So as you're watching online next week, June 7th, uh, find us there. You'll get an email with all this information, because the second big news we have for you is beginning on June 14th, we will be meeting in person again. We'll be doing that in a limited format with uh, some physical distancing, and so we're encouraging people to uh, kind of RSVP, reserve your spot, so to speak, You don't need to print out a ticket and bring it with you, but every Monday morning, uh, so Monday morning, June 8th, before the 14th, if you go to elementcitychurch.org and click on Reserve My Spot, You'll be able to reserve your spot, be with us in person on the 14th. Uh, we encourage you to do that; it just helps us get a number and an idea of how to best plan for you joining us back in our in-person gatherings. And so, if you're here tonight, uh, maybe for the first time, we're thrilled to have you here. We're gonna give all these announcements at the end, so stay tuned for that. But we're just thrilled to have you with us. And so, a couple different things: uh, you can go to elementcitychurch.org, click on, and download our free app. We travel light, and uh, that way you work in your pocket, wherever you are, and you can access uh, everything you need to know about elements there. You can fill out a connection card. Let us know. We'd love to connect with you in that way. A um, couple different things just tonight as we worship uh, online, just sing loud from your couch and from your chair. We're uh, Just allow your heart to be filled with uh, what God has for you. We're excited to start a new series tonight. We're going to be going through kind of understanding prayer. It's the summer of prayer. So what does the scripture have to say about that? So Pastor David's going to start us off tonight. We're excited for this series this summer. Uh, Everybody knows about prayer, but how do you engage in it? How do you begin to to have it grow your relationship with God? So I think it's going to be a fantastic summer for us together. So as we launch into service tonight, uh, again, stay tuned for announcements at the end of this uh, online service, as well as a special celebration to three other incredible people that we want to honor Um, And so you'll stay tuned for that. Uh, We've been praying uh, as we start for Church of the Week every single week. And this week, it's Faith Christian Fellowship here in Tucson. So I want to pray for them and for us as we launch in. And so would you join me right from where you're at? Father, we, uh, we thank you that you've been with us through this whole experience and that you continue to be with us and that you'll be with us on into the future. We pray your blessing over each person watching right now. We pray your blessing over each one that calls Element City Church home or has a connection with us. Father, we also ask for a blessing over our city uh, as we continue to to open up, as we continue to kind of launch back in and figure out a new normal. Would you allow your presence to be with us, to comfort, to bring peace, to bring hope, Uh, to bring guidance and wisdom that's needed. Father, tonight, as we start a a new series looking at prayer, uh, prayer is so special and dear to your heart. It's how we can communicate and relate uh, to you. And so we ask that you'd take us on a journey uh, this summer to experience you in fresh and new ways, that you would quicken our pulse to want to pray, and to enjoy the opportunity and experience of prayer, of engaging with you. So we pray your blessing over Faith Christian Fellowship as well. We ask for wisdom for their leaders as they navigate these times. We pray for your blessing over them financially, emotionally, spiritually, in all ways. God, would you be at work within their church and the reach that they have to impact people right around them. So God, bless our time tonight as we engage with you in worship. And uh, let's have a great time together. Father, we love you. And and we, we just thank you for Jesus most of all. And it's in his name we pray. Amen.
1: There is a sound I love to hear It's the sound of the Savior's robe As He walks into the room Where people pray Where we hear praises He hears faith There is a sound I love to hear sound of the saddest robe, as he walks into the room where people pray, where we hear worship, he is faith. Sing his praise aloud. Awake my soul and sing, sing his praise aloud, sing his praise aloud. The changes things. The sound of His people on them. knees. Wake up, you slumbering. It's time to worship Him. Oh man, sing, sing His praise, sing His praise. His praise aloud, awake my soul and sing, sing His praise aloud, sing His praise aloud.
2: you are God. In the secret of your presence I know that I No. Girl.
3: In his face.
4: City Church family. Uh, So looking forward to seeing you all in person here real soon. Uh, But the exciting news is today is the start of a new sermon series called The Summer of Prayer. And we hope that this summer, uh, like in in my family, I'm sure in your family, most summers growing up particularly are, are always very memorable. You remember your family going to the lake and spending that few weeks having fun or whatever you know, going to Disneyland over the summer. You know, summers are always memorable. And we pray and we hope that this summer is memorable to you. That it that it resets some of you. It maybe brings a a huge change in some of your lives because we dedicate this summer to the summer of prayer. Um so join us in this, not just in what we teach. So over the course of this summer we're going to be teaching many things about prayer. But I want you to remember, and I want you to make note of this, that prayer is like riding a bike. Um, It's not so much the information, right? People can tell you how to ride a bike, they can tell you the mechanics of a bike, but really, ultimately, that doesn't help you very much to actually ride a bike and ride a bike well. And prayer is the same way. The information, the, the prayer principles that we're gonna teach, the prayer practices that we're going to invite you in, these are all foundational. I'm going to equip you to really enter into a deeper life of prayer that's ultimately going to change the trajectory of your life. But ultimately, you have to be the one to desire it. You have to be the one to pursue it. You have to be the one to actually engage in it. Just like riding a bike, ultimately, you got to get on that bike. You got to start trying to pedal. You got to start trying to balance it. and, and, And your body adjust, right? It, it's more of a bodily function, a bodily habit that causes you to be able to ride that bike, and prayer is the same way. When you submit your body and your mind and your heart and your mouth and your voice to God in prayer and begin to seek His face, it becomes intuitive. It, through time, through falling off the bike and praying and at feeling like that maybe God's not even there, that's what happens in prayer, in the same kind of way that the more you do it, the more intuitive it becomes, the more rich it becomes, the more fun it becomes. Now all of a sudden you're riding the bike, you're not falling off, you're doing jumps, you're you're going up mountains, you're you're letting the wind fly through your hair, you're having fun with it, and that's what we hope this summer is for you guys as you engage in these prayer principles and these prayer practices. So today. In order to to, to put all this in perspective and context, we want to talk about the big story of prayer, what prayer is all about, and ultimately really answer this one very important question. Why pray? Uh, Every why question gets at the heart of your desire and gets at the heart of your perseverance to do something. I remember in sports oftentimes, right, in, in the championship games, Uh, Everybody's tired. It's the fourth quarter, and the coach is looking to motivate the team to to press in in this last quarter in order to finish the job, in order to finish the game well and and, and some coaches have, have have these famous sayings where they said hey this is why you lift all those weights this is why we run all those drills this is why you put your body through all that pain and exercise it's for this moment it's for this time so that you can persevere and win and do what it is you had a purpose to do and that's what's so important about the why question if you haven't answered the why of prayer, in a biblical and deep way that's affected your desire and your perspective on life, well, listen in. Today is the day. In fact, this is such a big question. I'm not only gonna teach this today, but I'm gonna create an extended cut version of this message in order to dive even deeper into the why question of why do we pray? What is it that we need to understand? It's it's such a basic, simple question And yet it is very profound and very important. It's almost as if I were to ask you, why live, right? It it seems like we shouldn't even almost have to ask that question. Why live, why breathe? It's so important that we just naturally know that, hey, you better breathe or you're not going to live. And if I'm gonna live, why don't I go ahead and live well? And prayer is that same way. Why pray? Why not just not pray? But why not learn how to pray in such an intimate and powerful way with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit that it transforms your life and the lives of those and your whole summer, this summer, as you practice in these principles and you practice these practices, it's going to change your life. And so here we go. Why pray? And we're gonna start in the very beginning of Scripture in Genesis. Here we go. Genesis 1, 26, through 28. Then God said, let us make mankind or humankind in our image after our likeness, so they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over all the creatures that move on the earth. And God created humankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Now, you might ask yourself the question, what does this passage have to do with prayer? What does this passage have to do with the why of prayer? Well, this is, a, this is one of those subjects that is so foundational to the very essence of who you are as a person and who you are and, and how you are to live, that we need to understand what it is to be made in the very image of God. And when we understand that, we're gonna have a very solid why to our question of why pray. So what is the image if we go back into the ancient Middle Eastern times, uh, you'll remember, right? When the, the opening of the biblical passages, and, and if you study history in those times, everybody was steeped in idolatry. What was an idol? An idol was something carved, whether out of wood or out of metal, and it was meant to represent the deity who ruled over that particular sphere of the world or of creation, And so God, when he begins to speak to Israel and begins to reveal himself to them, the first thing he does is reveal to them that, listen, I created mankind to be my idol, to be my image, my representations in the earth and how they live and how they speak and how they relate and how they rule will ultimately reflect back who I am as the creator So you can see how serious and how foundational this idea of being made in the very image of God. You see, every person has been made in the image of God. It's it's a status given, it's not something you earn, it's not something you work for, and it cannot be taken from you, it cannot be lost. The image of God is a status given by God to all of humanity, that they would represent him, that they would be the embodiment of him, to express that into the world. You see, um, Psalms 8 dives a little deeper into this. David is reflecting upon this very thing. You see, he's the king of Israel. He, in a very unique way, is representing God to Israel and to the world by being his chosen king. And so David, in reflecting upon this being created in the image of God, says this in chapter 8 of the book of Psalms, starting in verse 3. When I look up at the heavens which your fingers have made and see the moon and the stars which you have set in place, of what importance is the human race that you should notice them? In other words, why is humanity so important to God? Of what importance is mankind that you should pay attention to them? You made them a little less than the heavenly beings. You crowned mankind with honor and majesty, you appointed them to rule over your creation, you have placed everything under their authority, including all the sheep, the cattle as well as the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that moves uh, on the sea. O oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your reputation or your name in all the earth. You see, really, the problem of man has been the problem of idolatry and sin. And what is idolatry and what is sin? It's ultimately misrepresenting God. You see, as his image bearers, we are called and our purpose, the whole reason we were created is to re-represent God's rule and his will and his ways in the earth. And no matter whether you're a believer or not a believer, uh, uh, it doesn't matter what anybody believes, the fact is God has bestowed a status upon every single person every single human being, and every act, every word, every thought, every deed is meant to reflect God. And so sin and idolatry is about wrongly representing God. We know when we, when we, uh, James talks about that we ought not to use our tongues to tear down people and because they're made in the very image of God themselves. In other words, you see, the, the, the reason we are to love one another is because each of us is created in God's image. Now, think about all of that. Think about the importance of that. Think about the responsibility of that. Think about, that's why God, it talks about God being very angry with humankind sometimes, and it's because to the humankind has been bearing false witness about God in the way that they love one another or hate one another, in the way they relate to God, in the way that they uh, control or or rule the earth, in the everything that mankind does is meant to once again perfectly reflect who God is. And so every action that is not reflected of that is really a false witness about God. It's lying about him. And when God comes to judge, when God comes to cleanse, Ultimately, what he's doing is he's clearing his own name because humanity has lied about him. Think about this. In our culture today, oftentimes people who who are struggling to believe God, they ask the question, well, where is God? I've never seen him, and if God were real, why doesn't he show himself? And the reality is, look around at the millions and millions of human beings who are his image bearers. You see, in the ancient Near East, The reason they would set up a certain idol in a particular place is so that when people came into that region, they would know who was in charge and who created that place and how you now are to act and to be. And that idol represented that truth, that communication about that God, and in fact, that idol was meant to be an embodiment of that God. And you see, God says to Israel, you're never to create nor to worship idols. Why? Because we are his idol. God has already created something in his image, and that is humanity itself. And when humanity begins to worship other things and to begin to not understand who they are, this is an affront to God's creation. This is an affront to God himself. You see, a sin against humanity is a sin against God. And David understood this well when he said, when he had sinned against um, one of his fellow friends and against his wife, he said, God, to you and you alone have I sinned. You see, when we sin against humanity, we sin against God because humanity is God's image. He, we are his representation. And so why do we need to pray? Because if we don't pray, we won't know how to represent him. We must hear from Him. We must receive His nature. We must, it's the master key, you see. Prayer is the master key that opens every door to our identity and to our purpose and to ultimately fulfilling everything that God has called us to do, to reflect to creation, to reflect to other human beings who God is. You see, I'm meant to see God in you and you're meant to see God in me because we are both image bearers. Now, that doesn't make us God. Again, we might ask the question, uh, what is man? And some people say, well, man's just another animal. That's all he is, is biology, and he's just like the the animals of the earth. He's just a little bit more advanced. And other people would say, well, no, he's a little God. He's He's got a spark of divinity in him. And neither one of those perspectives are true, and yet both of them have an element of truth to them. We are a creature. We are of this creation and we're a part of it and we're meant to rule over it, the animals and the birds and the seas. And, and we're to cultivate this earth. We're to shape it and to, and to allow it to bring life to everyone on the planet, including the animals and including humanity. So the role and the responsibility that we have is so important. And the only way we can understand that And know how to live that out on a day-to-day level is through prayer. You see, without communion with God, without connection to God, without communication with God that is intimate and personal and clear and revealing, then how we will live will not reflect Him. What we say will not be His words. What we do will not be His actions. But you see, this is why Christ came. Christ came to not only uh, redeem what was broken. you see the, the, the image of man is like the image of a uh, an expensive violin and you see certain brands right uh, certain brands are are known in the world to be very important and and, and those brands again, what, no matter how damaged the instrument may get, that instrument is still that brand. It's been branded. It's been given a status. And if the strings are broken, it's broke. If it's a real valuable instrument, people will want to repair it and restore it so that it ultimately produces the sound it was meant to to give. And Jesus Christ comes as that perfect instrument, as that perfect sound to now elevate us from not only being made in the image of God originally as we were formed like Adam, But now we are created in the very image of Christ. You see, now prayer is so important because now our status has been elevated. We're now meant to reflect Jesus in the earth. And the only way we can do that is through prayer and through the Spirit. Because it's through prayer and the Spirit that we come into contact with Jesus, we get to know Him personally, and now we get to hear from Him. You see, when you hear from the Spirit, you're hearing from Jesus. And when you hear from the Spirit, you're hearing from the Father, what they desire, what they want, how to reflect them in the earth. You see how serious this is. You see how important this is that if we fail to rightly represent God in the earth, what will humankind do? What will, the, what will the earth become if we don't rightly represent? Well, I'll tell you, look around. We see evidence of it all around. Again, people are saying, well, where is God? If he's real, where is he? And again, we've fallen into such darkness as a, as a race that we've forgotten that we are, in fact, the very image of God in the earth. We are the physical representation so that when people see us, They should see God. When they see us, they should see Christ and then go, Oh, I get it. I see Christ. I see something in you so beautiful, so loving, so powerful that I now see that you represent the one who is the creator and the true ruler over all the earth. As David cried out once again at the end of the Psalms. Oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name or your reputation. In all the earth, look at all the human beings, look at all your creation and look at how they reflect who you are. And of course, that's what the Restoration Project is all about. It's about us being restored and it's about us praying that we would be restored so that then we could lead others in that same restoration. You see, uh, folks, The why of prayer is so very important because it speaks to the very identity of who you are. It speaks to the very core of your purpose and without prayer, none of that is possible. You will only fail to represent God if you don't learn how to pray and how to pray deeply and intimately in a way that it becomes a two-way conversation, a two-way intimacy that leads to a true representation in the earth. You see, Jesus also said that we individually and we corporately are the very temple of God. You see, we not only need prayer as the instrument whereby which to be the image bearers of Jesus, but we're also the very temple. We're also the very place where prayer is meant to take place in our hearts, in our minds, and then an outflow of that into our lives. You see, we are the priests we are the temple and we are the image bearers of Jesus Christ Himself, and we are meant to reflect that. And unless you and unless I and unless we together learn to pray in intimacy in the Spirit and through the Spirit and in the powerment of the Spirit, we will constantly fail to reflect God to the earth, to reflect God to all of creation, to reflect Jesus to our fellow human beings, and people will then remain in darkness and they will remain wondering, where is God? When God is being revealed in us and through us all the time, that's the way God intended it. He's not gonna take that responsibility back from humankind. He gave this creation to us and what have we done with it? We've created war, we've created violence, we've created murder, and it's made a mockery of the name of God to where many people have now said, I cannot believe in God because look at all the evil in the earth. And the reality is that reflects back on us as image bearers. We have not rightly reflected God And so God has been dismissed. His name has has lost its flavor, has lost its beauty, because it seems there is no God. Because people look around and they're looking for it. And friend, people, you friends of yours, family members of yours, they're looking for a reason to believe in Jesus. They're looking for a reason to believe in God. They're looking for a reason to live and to breathe and to have new life. And us. We are called to bring that life, to bring that representation. And it's through prayer that all of that happens. So again, I wanna encourage you. I'm gonna be creating an extended cut of this message because there's so much more to cover. And I'd like to dig deeper into the scriptures and reveal really why we should pray and why it's so important. So that's enough for today. Bless you guys. I look forward to this summer transforming our church, transforming our lives, our families, because this summer is gonna be the summer of prayer. God bless. Amen. Bye-bye.
5: You understand me, you understand me, you understand me, God, you understand me. So I throw all my cares before you, my doubts and fears don't scare you. You're bigger than I thought you were, you're bigger than I thought. So I stop all negotiations with the God of all creation. You're bigger than I thought you were. You're bigger than I thought you were. my unbelief You understand me You understand me So help me reach the faith that's underneath as yes, You understand me You understand me yes, You understand me, God understand me so I throw all my cares before you my doubts and fears don't scare you you're bigger than I thought you were you're bigger than I thought so I stop all negotiations with the God of all creation you're bigger than I thought you were You're bigger than I thought
2: you were.
5: Yeah, you're bigger than I thought you would
0: Thanks so much for being with us. It's such a joy to, to know that prayer is something that uh, is a gift to us uh, that God's given. And, and as we grow and experience that uh, in deepening ways this summer, uh, we just ask God to bless you uh, as you relate with Him, as you connect with Him, as you communicate with Him, as you engage. Uh, and I, I, we just, we think this is going to be an incredible summer for you as you grow in your relationship with Jesus. And so uh, we talked about some things at the beginning, and I want to just come back to those uh, to bring clarity, to make sure we're communicating clearly. So again, I want to invite you to check your emails here Monday and Tuesday of this week as we begin to announce and roll things out uh, for some upcoming changes. One of those changes, again, is that we will not be on Facebook live next Sunday, June 7th. We will be on our brand new platform that's geared toward us, allows us to engage in, uh, in all kinds of ways in a better capacity than we could on Facebook. And so again, elementcitychurch.org, click on the watch button, that's how you're going to get there, and you can watch online on June 7th. And then June 14th, we will be back in person, in in-person gatherings Sunday night at 5 o'clock. We will also be streaming our services at 5 o'clock every Sunday night from henceforth. And so if, uh, if you want to be in our in-person gathering, we encourage you to kind of reserve your spot for that. Show up on Sunday at 5 and be a part of it. Uh, in fact, there's a new page that's on the website dedicated with all the details of what to expect So as you invite someone, uh, you can see a little video of what to expect. You can understand uh, everything's kind of written out to answer your questions. But if you have questions, let us know. Um, But you can refer to that. Just go to elementcitychurch.org and click on the button that says COVID update. And you can find all the information you need for June 14th. Again, we will be streaming our services starting June 7th on a new platform and henceforth. So if you are sick uh, or if you feel like, I'm not sure if I'm ready yet, back for in-person, great. Then worship at home uh, and join us online uh, right from where you're at and be a part of the service. Uh, We'll have the service up live as it's going and then we will take it down, we'll spruce it up a little bit and we'll repost it on our social media and the app um, venues throughout uh, in the next day or so uh, following that. So. Again, uh, thank you to all of you who are continuing to partner with us uh, financially, uh, we can't do all these things and we can't kind of be the church in all the ways that we've been able to to help people throughout this crisis and the food distributions and, and everything that we do uh, without being in partnership with you financially. And so thank you again to all of you who contribute and all of you who are a part of giving your tithes and your offerings or giving to Hope Mob. Uh, it just helps us be the church. And so continue to do so. We ask that you to, to join us in that partnership. If you've never given before, um, why not consider uh, and pray about how you might be a partner with us? And so, again, thank you for all of you who do that. Uh, we do that mostly digitally now uh, online, but you can give in-service uh, starting on the 14th, but mostly through the app or online. It's all the same platform, and it's easy to follow through on those. So, again, watch for your emails. Uh, we're thrilled uh, to begin moving toward this next kind of phasing back into things. Um We'll discover the new normal together, and we'll figure things out together. Um, we do want to. Last week, we honored uh, our graduating high school seniors, and we wanted to take a moment tonight and honor three special people uh, that mean a lot to us. That accomplished college graduation, getting a master's degree, and finishing law school. Uh, big time. So we want to honor them. Here's a little video that talks about them. Uh, If you want to join us on the Zoom, the 10-minute party Zoom is going to happen right after this video. You can join us there. The link will be in the comment section below. Friends, we love you. Uh, Check out this video and we'll see you back here online at the new place next week, June 7th.